All right, how we doing, everybody? I'm your host, Will Reddington, and welcome to another episode of Red Talk. Season three of the Red Talk podcast is here. Another season of football is upon us, and we are so excited to unveil a few new sponsors here at Red Talk. The first being BetMGM Sportsbook, a world-class sports betting platform accessible online via the website or through the mobile app app bet mgm sportsbook available in the apple app store sign up with bet mgm today using promo code play 1000 no spaces play 1000 for a risk-free bet up to $1000 the app works seamlessly they have everything you could ever imagine on there player props this guy to hit a home run this guy to get a hit baseball basketball soccer tennis Futures bets, everything you can imagine, Bet MGM Sportsbook, available on the Apple App Store. Also, Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the newest and most innovative DFS app out there. Underdog lets you parlay multiple matchups like total yards, total bases, total points with specific players to turn a few dollars into hundreds of dollars. Use promo code UDPROMO22. For a free $100 bonus when you start playing, that's UD Promo 22. Sign up now and turn game day into payday. And I wouldn't be me if I forgot O'Shea's Irish Pub. O'Shea's Irish Pub, three locations all around the Louisville area, Southern Indiana and Jeffersonville, 123 Main Street downtown, 956 Baxter Avenue near Bartstown Road. The best service, the best bar, the best vibes in the entire city. O'Shea's Irish Pub doing better than ever open late. Come see us. All right, let's get it going. All right, Red Talk, we are back. It is Christmas week. Would have been in would have been a very easy week to take off, but we're not doing that. We are going to crank out a real quick Christmas episode right here. AB Austin Bigot is here. I can't even talk. I'm so stressed out. Did all my shopping today in a three hour span. I gotta stop doing this to myself. It's not funny anymore. It sucks. I'm your host, Will Reddington, and I do everything at the last minute. Uh, a lot of football, NBA on Christmas, NFL on Christmas Eve, full slate on a Saturday. They've completely thrown us a curveball. What's going on, man? Hey, man, what's going on? I'm proud you got all your um, shopping done. I finished today. Um, also, usually wait till Christmas Eve. This storm kind of threw everything off, but it's kind of, it's kind of nice knowing I can just chill out the next two days. Yeah, this storm is not fair. I mean, we've been hanging out in 40-degree weather. We've been having fun, and uh, now they're just going to rip away Christmas Eve at Roosters from us, which is what we've all dreamed of since we were young children. And it's it's just gone now because we're not going to be able to leave our homes because it's going to be negative 63 degrees, and the streets are going to be filled with ice. Great time, though, to watch some sports. So um, have, have we done okay? I know it's weird on the picks because we're recording, and you still have one to go tonight with uh, – Air Force Baylor. Yeah, um, I am currently on the from the last podcast um, seven and two, four and zero oh in bowl games. 
Good job. And you went the classic five and five. Damn it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've, we're, we're doing okay, but, uh, yeah, I, I haven't yet to lose a bowl game. Let's hopefully, hopefully Air Force doesn't blow it before it yep. comes out. Well, you're you're going to know they when you're listening will to this. probably will now, yeah. Whether they've blown it. Yeah, they, they've been known to, to destroy teams in bowl games per Louisville Cardinal fans. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Five and five, that's classic. Man, I took the Rams last week. I should be detained. I should have to sit in a in a prison cell for like a week. Are you going to take them uh, this week? It's the yeah. week we've all been yep. waiting for on this. Yeah, it's a Red Talk Bowl. I'm only taking them because it's the Red Talk Bowl. Yeah, it's only any other the Broncos. <laughs> they the could Red be playing Talk Kentucky. Bowl. They could be playing Kentucky, and I'd you know, well, I'd still take them because it'd be the Red Talk Bowl. They could be playing Air Force, and I'd leave it alone. Yeah, but, I'm uh, the Armed Forces Bowl. It, it, yeah, I'm using some bad examples, but okay. Um, you know what? Sur- survival week really got to turn it on now. Um, again, the schedule is all thrown off. So there are two bowl games tomorrow, uh, NBA tomorrow, really after tonight, no more college sports for the rest of the weekend, Christmas Eve and Christmas. They're giving the kids the weekend off. There are no uh, one bowl game on Christmas Eve, nothing on Christmas. Um, and the NFL is spread out just beautifully. We have a ton of one o'clock games on Saturday, uh, two four o'clock games, a Saturday night game, and then three NFL games on Christmas. It is going to destroy the NBA's Christmas ratings. Yeah, the NFL got really unlucky with um, how these games worked out. They were supposed to be three big games. Obviously, we have the Red Talk Bowl between the two of the worst teams in the NFL, Broncos and Rams. And then uh, the Packers were supposed to be really good. Dolphins, pretty good. The game still means something. Packers not eliminated. They win that game. It actually kind of gets interesting. And then at the night show, we get to watch the corpse of Tom Brady play against Trace McSorley. So it could not have really gone worse for the NFL, but it's still going to, like you said, dominate the NBA. I will not be watching NBA unless it's um, fourth quarter close game or these games are on halftime or something like that. NFL's king. E- yeah, and the NBA is also at a tough spot. These matchups are pretty good. So the 76ers, Knicks play at 12. That they, the Knicks play at 12 every single Christmas. Happened every year. Both those teams are good. That's that's a cool matchup. Lakers, Mavs, no Anthony Davis. Bucks, Celtics, teams are healthy. That'll be awesome. Grizzlies, Warriors, those two teams hate each other. Uh, do you remember the Twitter war from a, a long time ago? Morant and Clay going back and forth and all that. Uh, who knows who's going to play for the Warriors? Steph well, Curry is out, not yeah. going to play. Yeah, but we may see Clay Wiggins. I have a feeling that they are going to chicken out of that one and not play and just willingly get destroyed. Grizzlies are missing uh, Desmond, Batman's greatest villain, Bane. Uh, so that makes it a little less interesting too. And then the Suns are probably going to be without Booker. The line tells you that they're not, but he hasn't played and in a few games so we'll see it's a, it's an okay nba slate but yeah the nfl it like you said uh, you look at this preseason wow these three games are awesome and uh just very very underwhelming games but as we jump into this week's picks we're gonna go a little quicker this week we want to spend some time with our lovely families for christmas i was gonna open up today's episode with a long monologue on this louisville basketball team and uh, <laughs> i don't think they deserve what it's it. doing to my mental health and uh, I, I can't because they, they play again tonight against NC State. They're getting 18 points. NC State is 
unranked. Just an absolutely pathetic spread from from a pitiful bunch. But I am going to leave it alone for the time being. I think I'm going to save it for uh, the big UK game coming up on December 31st, where Louisville will be getting. I, I I'm okay at guessing lines. I feel like I do a pretty good job. I think Louisville's going to be getting 29 and a half. I was going to say like um, I was going to say like 25 and a half, but because Kentucky looks awful as well. I know it's not the same level. I, I know it's not close. I, it's not, but and we look you, terrible. What, what was the what was the final score last night? They we played, won by man, like 16, can. but they were up 10 with like five minutes left, and they were favored by 39. 16, yes. Yeah. So it was 40 and a half last night yeah. when it went off. Uh, Louisville favored by 18 against Florida A&M, which was insane because they have uniforms and, you know, are apparently a D1 program. I don't know how Louisville could be favored by 18 over them. Louisville wins by six. So maybe FAMU, they're just cover machines. Maybe so. Who knows? But judging from that line and, and where Louisville's game ended up, in uh, just the vibe of the rivalry, I mean, Louisville lost games to UK. They probably shouldn't have lost when they were good. I mean, who knows what this looks like? Uh, the only thing I guarantee about that game is that it's ugly and Coach Cal is laughing in his press conference and telling us to take it easy on Kenny Payne, that he's doing his best, and he hopes he sticks around for the next 10 years. So, uh, yeah, yeah, expect that. But let's uh, jump into this week. So, uh, bowl games, you still have one left. Mine are all done from this past week. I'm going to let everything be in play that happens up until December 30th. So, that includes December 29th. Okay. Full week. So, we'll probably record next Thursday. And, um, yeah, I'll go ahead. I'll make pick one. Uh, I'm going to take Washington plus four, a full week from now. Washington coming in hot. Texas Texas is good ball club. Best player on their team, Bajon Robinson. He's probably going to be the first running back taken in the draft. He has opted out of this game. I think that's a big deal. Uh, I think this game means something to Washington. And uh, everything I see says Phoenix is playing. So give me Washington plus four against Texas. Yeah, I like that. Um, Washington did finish the year pretty strong and you know you just never really never really know what you're getting from texas but i'll take i like that um that dog pick as well there um my first pick is going to be i think it's tomorrow i'm taking the louisiana raging cajuns plus seven against um houston houston one of the most underperforming teams on the year um nothing really special from louisiana six and six on the year but these seven-plus point dogs in these bowl games are always a good idea. Um, Eastern Michigan wasn't seven-point dog, but they were plus four. Um, came out and won by like twenty. Same thing happened. Yeah, at, w- same thing happened in the WKU, WKU game. Like, yeah. you can't really these so, these bowl games are so based on um, like motivation and like who wants to be there and stuff like that. I feel like taking the underdog is just always the the way to go, regardless. So seven points seems like a lot for. Um, a Houston team that was really underwhelming all year. So I will take the Raging Cajuns, and that is tomorrow, December 23rd at 3 p.m. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's coming up. That's here fast. It, Houston offensively looks a lot better than them statistically, but um, like you said, uh, Lord knows in these things. I'll, I'll stick with you. I'll stick with you tomorrow. I'm going to take Wake Forest. Uh, and my guy, Jamal Banks, hero. Scored against the, the Louisville Cardinals, one of their two touchdowns. Uh, Sam Hartman in the house. He's playing. Uh, Wake Forest obviously fell apart towards the end of the year. Missouri scrapes, they claw, they beat Arkansas, and your lock of the 
millennium a few weeks ago uh, to get to six and six. I'm going to take uh, the ACC over the SEC here. Feels stupid just saying it, but that's at six thirty tomorrow. Wake Forest minus one and a half. If you want me to put confidence points on that pick, I'd say about a two out of ten. Yeah, we might be going head to head on that, but let me see if I can find. Let me see if I can find a few other picks. Why don't you bring it? I've been known to go head to head with you and lose. My next pick is just just great. It's um the Hawaii Bowl, which is notoriously played on Christmas Eve, which is the only bowl game played on Christmas Eve. Played at eight p.m. Christmas Eve. Obviously in Hawaii, Hawaii usually plays in it. They did not qualify for a bowl game this year. So mm. it is San Diego State versus Middle Tennessee, two seven and five powerhouses. I'm gonna take the under forty nine. It's Christmas Eve. It's on Hawaii. Um there's a five depending there's a six hour difference from Middle Tennessee. I think there's a four three or four hour difference from San Diego State. These guys are just enjoying a vacation, you know, out there Christmas with their teammates and their friends and their coaches. I don't see a lot of um, high-flying offense in this. And go on top of everything I just said, San Diego State has a really good defense. Don't think Middle Tennessee is going to be able to score too much on them. The exact opposite can be said for San Diego State's offense. They are not good. Last game they played was 13-3 to versus Air Force. San Diego State was the team with three. So I will take under 49 in the Hawaii Bowl. Yeah, Air Force, you know, maybe they're just kind of powerful. They are. You know, we're, we're going to find out. But yeah, okay. Uh, under, I, I could see them being a little hungover in that spot too. You know, you never know. They're they're in Hawaii. How much does this game really mean? Don't know to how these long they've teams? been there, but that's eleven p.m. Eastern time for Middle Tennessee. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I would assume they probably they've been probably been there down for there about a week. Get, yeah, getting some free stuff all week. You know, it didn't doesn't hurt. Uh, my next pick, I'm going to go to the just nationally watched i mean you can't get enough of it everybody on december 27th on that tuesday flying home from work grabbing some dinner to sit down and watch the birmingham bowl at 6 45 that's going to be east carolina and coastal carolina i'm going to take east carolina minus seven and a half yeah we got the same in a slaughter same pick here in a slaughter yeah yeah, it, it's got to be a slot. Coastal Carolina is just post Malone, I fall apart down the stretch. Uh, quarterback's not going to play, right? And he's he transferring. transferring, yeah, and they are terrible without him. When when he doesn't play, right? Because yeah. we, you have that UK game day. We look at the lines for what else is going out there on the, in the world, and they're playing James Madison, who Louisville beat thirty four to ten, but that had a great year in their first year in FBS. Wait, James Madison's minus sixteen against Coastal Carolina. The line Coastal Carolina the with the teal field. This has got to be a mistake. Forty seven to seven, and they James were upset. So, they were up seven zero in that game as well. 47-0 run, yeah. and then Coastal Carolina limps into their conference championship and does lose to an absolute powerhouse in Troy, um, you know who I have a ton of respect for. But we'll we'll fade Coastal Carolina there. We will be taking the Pirates. It sounds like both of us minus seven and a half. Yep, I will take the Pirates. I learned the hard way that this Coastal Carolina team is horrendous without Grayson McCall, and interested to see where he winds up and how he does there. Yeah. Don't think he should yeah, I mean, personally, but I don't know, man. Give it a shot. I guess, but like what, he's what the, he got to lose. I don't know. He's like the the king of Coastal Carolina, and he's going to go somewhere else, and if it doesn't work out, I don't know. I don't, uh, you know, a lot of teams need quarterbacks. I mean, if he came to Louisville for a year, I'd be like, whatever. Yeah, McCall. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, that so that's your third. Um, it uh, brings it back to me. I'm up again. Uh, I will be taking the under in the also 
just, I mean, TV ratings through the roof that same night. I mean, you don't need to go anywhere. You're probably missing work on Wednesday because at 10, 15 p.m., we got Wisconsin minus three and a half against Oklahoma State. Spencer Sanders is out of there. He's also hit the portal. That's Oklahoma State's quarterback. Remember, they used to be good. I'm going to take the under 43 here. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. Um, can't see a lot of points being scored in this game. In most of the both, Gra- both quarterbacks yeah, gone. Graham Mertz are going to Florida now. Don't know if you knew that. That's where he's headed. I did not know that. Yeah, Breaking news. Wanted to come to the Cats bad, but we uh, found somebody just a little bit better than him. So he's headed to Florida. Yeah, you know how it goes with yeah. BBN. You know, it's just you know you got to be that, that, you got to be a good player come play here, and he wasn't up yeah. to the wasn't living up to that. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough for him, and I. And even worse, I think his brothers at arms, who he just went to war with, are probably going to drop about 13 in this game, but maybe give up 10. Yeah. Um, maybe win. Like, how? what was the um, the range and how far we could go for these bold picks? 29th. Okay, okay. Uh, I know I had one more for sure that I wanted to really talk about because it was a really good game. There's a ton of them. There's some tough ones to pass up here. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm having trouble not giving out nine. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. All right, I'm going to December 28th, and I am taking the UCF Knights versus the Duke Blue Devils. Um, you know, this Duke team fought for me a lot this year, most most notably so against Pittsburgh when they had a miraculous comeback to cover the spread. But, you know, I, I faded this UCF team almost every week, I think. Um, then I bet them against Tulane the second time because I had Tulane the first time, which I was trying to get it back. Went horrendously, but... I just, you know, these teams are so even. I'll take the the plus three because there's so many, so many elite games out there that I just this one really stuck out to me. Yeah, this is a tough one to pass up because this is a Wednesday at two o'clock, so you got nothing else to do other than be. <laughs> you got nothing going it. on but taking UCF plus and three. And it's and it's the military bowl, and you won't find two schools with bigger ties to the military than Central Florida and yeah, Duke. That's true. So. Overall makes a ton of sense. Uh, you know, don't love the pick with UCF, but <laughs> me neither. I uh, just best of, best of luck to you. Uh, that same day, we do have a Liberty Bowl, Arkansas, Kansas. It looks like they've taken yeah. the line off. The <laughs> I board. was looking at that. They had taken the line off. Who the knows board. what's going on there? Sure, every player oh, entered man. the transfer portal. It's it's a bummer because I'm going to that. You're <laughs> you know, going to that bowl, bowl, that game. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I usually attend the Liberty Bowl. Yeah, nice. So. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm uh, last college pick. I'm going to go to the Texas Bowl at nine o'clock. I'm going to take Ole Miss minus three and a half. Uh, I do think you know Lane Kiffin uh, is is kind of a cool little Mike Leach spot. R.I.P. Mike Leach, the Pirate uh, coach at Texas Tech. Lane Kiffin, although Ole Miss Mississippi State big rivalry, close friends with them. Uh, I think Ole Miss comes out with some extra motivation. I think they, they take this game a little more seriously than you'd expect. Not a ton of opt-outs for Ole Miss so far. I don't really respect what Texas Tech did throughout the season. So I'll take Ole Miss minus three and a half. Eight and four, pretty good year in the SEC West. So I, I think they ended on a high note. All right. Last pick for me. Um, Syracuse plus 10 against Minnesota in the ever <laughs> – Ever popular, cannot miss two o'clock on a Thursday game, the Pinstripe Bowl. Oh man! I mean, when you put a bowl game at a Boston Red Sox stadium, for example, the New York Day, I mean, yeah. you know those emotions are going to be on fire. I mean, we There's saw a lot what, of fans in the building. The, it's going to be negative fifteen. I mean, the mighty Cardinals. It sure didn't bother them when they just 
dodged Scott Satterfield's Bearcats up and down and up and down the field with the Brock Doman at quarterback, who I wouldn't mind not seeing at UofL anymore. But we'll see just, you know, if he comes back up cheer for him just a lot of points for this Syracuse team that went like nine and three against the spread uh it, it is and I mean Syracuse maybe they'll end the year with the same bang that they started the year off with uh with just an absolute slaughter but uh yeah, it's not gonna nice. be against me because I will not be taking Minnesota yeah you're missing like out. I took the cards <laughs> uh okay NFL all right that's glad that's over now we can talk about stuff that we are relatively educated on Ah, uh, this is a this is kind of a fun Saturday board. You know, I mean, we've seen better, we've seen worse, but there are some intriguing matchups. I feel like there's a lot to be had out there. Uh, why don't you go first this time? All right, I might be coming with a five pack of dogs. We'll see how it goes. But my first one, hundred percent a dog. Falcons plus six and a half against the um, Fighting Tyler Huntleys. Desmond, yeah, you texted me about this seven in the morning. You couldn't oh, wait to take the Falcons. To be fair, you texted me first. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Desmond Ritter didn't look great. Guess what? They covered easily. Almost won the game still. Um, Co- covered by a half a point. Covered easily. For, for anybody looking. <laughs> uh, the Ravens team has just fallen off a cliff. Tyler Huntley clearly does not have whatever he had last year that thought that they were going to – somebody was going to sign him to a $100 million deal. They they are 2-1 and one with the um, two-and-a-half games from Huntley, but 10-9 win over the Broncos with a touchdown at the buzzer basically – and that excellent Steelers game where the Steelers dominated every stat and Mitch threw about seven picks in the end zone. Three points against the Browns, and um, yeah, don't expect a lot of points in this game. It's very low total, which would make you think that the spread would be a little closer. Um, Hopefully it gets to seven before kickoff, but I will take the Falcons plus six and a half. Yeah, I, I don't totally hate it. I mean, the Ravens are just limping around out there. The offense looks absolutely putrid right now, and it it's weird because we talked about it weeks ago how the Ravens and the Bengals schedules lined up how the Bengals schedules really tough and the Ravens schedules really easy and they're just not finding wins right now so uh, motivation is absolutely there for Baltimore uh, the Bengals right now have the lead in the AFC North they for the first time I think all season since week one are favored to win the division at minus one ninety now. So uh, we'll see there. I can't in good faith take uh, take Desmond Ritter. I mean, this is the NFL. This is you know a high flying elite product that we love to watch. That we dedicate a day of our week to every single week, and we got two totals of thirty five and a half out there with the Falcons, Ravens, and the Titans and Texans. What a powerful matchup there! And they're not even the lowest of the week because the Browns and the Saints are meeting up, and they said, "Hey, our over under is going to be thirty two with Sean Watson." Broncos Rams do thirty six and a half. And that's that's egregious. That is way too. Well, there's also a lot of um, horrendous weather going to be everywhere. So I would um, before I would suggest for you bet anything to check out the weather report at your local outdoor stadiums. Yeah, not a bad move, and not nothing bad weather wise going on in L.A. in our half indoor, half outdoor trillion dollar stadium yeah it's uncle's minus it's, three uh, is ridiculous i mean i'm gonna have to take it but there's no way that we it's, there's no way this team should be fair about three on the road versus anybody it was a pick em before yeah. uh, on monday night and uh, i think you know a lot of people were probably thinking packers minus eight how could they be fair by eight everybody saw the rams win that dramatic raiders game and knowing they weren't eliminated and all that. and I think a lot of people just got mad and hammered the Broncos well, the, all night on Monday. The line probably jumped because Skronik's out for the year. 
My first pick <laughs> is going to be the Cincinnati Bengals oh my minus God. three no against the Patriots. Uh, big shocker here. Uh, same exact line as we saw when the Bengals went to Tampa Bay last week to face Brady, and now we're getting the same line in New England against Belichick. What a win for the Bengals last week. I mean, the Bucks are clicking on all cylinders. It's 17-0. They look dead in the water. Late field goal to end the first half. And then defense turns it on. The red zone offense looks much better. Burrow plays fantastic in the second half. Uh, the Bengals are really hot right now. Arguably the hottest team in the NFL. Uh, the Patriots are coming off the most embarrassing and worst loss, worst way to lose I have ever seen an NFL team participate in. Been alive for a long time now. Cannot believe that that play was a real thing where Jacoby Myers launched it 60 yards backwards and Mac Jones got trucked. Patriots still in the playoff hunt. This game does matter for them, but I got to ride the hot hand. Bengals minus three. Somebody beat me and then I'll stop. Just kidding. I still won't. Yeah, I, I think the Bengals are playing um, the best football in the NFL right now overall. Um, that's probably the only favorite. If I had to pick every game, that is probably the only favorite that I would confidently like to lay the points with. Um, my next pick is going – it's really gross, but I'm taking these Houston Texans plus three and a half against the Tennessee Titans. What? Yep, Houston Texans, uh, one twelve and one Not so fast. They've played the Chiefs and the Cowboys to the death the last two weeks. Titans are without Ryan Tannehill for the rest of the year. We've seen what Malik Willis has. They do not even trust him to let him throw the ball. Okay, they'll just run the ball. Derrick Henry always kills the Texans. Wait a second. The, the Titans are missing four of their five starting offensive linemen as of today. They are all. Oh, they have all wow. been rolled out. They have no offensive line. They have no quarterback. Um, Texans been playing some gritty football, the perfect tank job. They've taken two, um, two of the top six Super Bowl favorites to the death but lost and covered easily um so you know it's gross don't really want to watch this game wouldn't mind if it was not on at roosters or more likely my basement red zone because i don't know if we're going to get there but yeah three and a half you know titans can win by three that's fine um don't know how the titans score don't think the texans will score a ton but uh they their offense might be better this game this one particular game Good logic there. Good research on the Thanks. Titans offensive line. Yeah, really good stuff. Texans-Titans game. And to your point, which all was fantastic, I mean, the the Texans can still win a game and have the number one pick. They're, yeah, they're, no pressure It, it was a perfect, perfect tank job in the sense of they, they've been competitive, so, you know, their fans should be at least, you know, they're not, shouldn't be embarrassed of the product they're putting out there after the Cowboys and Chiefs games. And, yeah, I mean, they, they can go win a game against division rival. They've been known to do it. I feel like the Texans have beaten the Titans at least once, it seems like, the last two years. I've probably been on the wrong side of a few of those. So, yeah, I – um. You know, I, I like what you're doing there. We uh, should play a game real quick and see if we can collectively name 10 players that play for the Texans. Ooh. We got uh, we got Driscoll and Mills, the two-headed monster. Damian that's Pierce, not fair. obviously. You just yeah. took two of them <laughs> from me. Um, okay, I'll uh, I'll knock two out for us. I'll okay. take Chris Moore yeah, and Nico new, Collins. Okay, we, does Brandon Cooks count? He doesn't really play anymore. <laughs> I think he counts because he's rostered. So so we're at six. Okay, right that's, we have six, and we have two quarterbacks, they're running back, and they're three best receivers. Derek Stingley, yep. LSU legend. That's seven. Uh, that is seven right there. We are on fire. Um, Man. Got to keep it rolling. Got to stay the back, hot. Who's the we backup running back? Agumba Wale? <laughs> is it? I think so. 
Oh, uh, can't confirm though. I'm pretty sure he was at the top of fantasy waivers because Pierce was out this week. That that sounds right. Then um, they, they have a tight end, uh, eighty-eight tight end. Aikens. Yeah, Aikens. Oh, they have um, Brevin Jordan too. Don't think he plays, but <laughs> Brevin Jordan, tight end from Miami. I mean, who? That's who nice. is that? Okay, <laughs> uh, they we got one more. They de- the other running back is Burkhead. Oh yeah, I don't know Burkhead. I don't know if it's Ogumbawa. Okay, well that's ten. If a Ogum- should think we a- stop and should we stop and check and see if Ogumbawa is rostered by the tech? <laughs> Let me see if Ogumbawa is rostered. Let me go to the, their carries leaders. <laughs> if we got Ogumbawa, Ogumbawa, that's we, ten. We did it! Wow, uh, that Jordan. should be. Oh, they have OJ stuff. Howard. Who knew? Not me. Yeah, um, Philip Dorsett. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the roster. I still don't. Yeah, how did they not hang on to Kiki Kute? I was totally about to throw that one out there. I guess he's not on the squad no, he's anymore. On the Maybe squad. he's yeah. I, I'm looking at all these names. I think we named the ten that anybody that watches football would know, and no, yeah, no more, no less. Yeah, our man Will Fuller, uh, he retired. Uh, we could have done Fairbomb. That was yeah, that the was kicker. Bad. We left the easy yeah. one out. Yeah. Okay. Uh that that was that was a fun game. That that uh woke me up a little bit. All right. Uh, oh, they have Kyle Allen. He played. He played a little bit. We got to name three people that were quarterbacks. Yeah. If anybody's wondering, we we can tell you a few players that play yeah. for the yeah for the Houston. That's the Texas. team I'm taking plus three and a half this week. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how they do. Uh, my uh, next pick is going to be the Detroit Lions minus two and a half. Uh, same situation as the Bengals. Ride the hot hand. What a terrible performance from the Carolina Panthers last week. Uh, Sam Darnold, I, I'll say it. He looked worse than anybody they've played at quarterback so far this year. Last week, he looked worse than everybody we've seen. Uh, we should have expected or predicted that that was probably do to happen why why would he be the the answer the savior for this team who is still in in the playoff hunt somehow but i'll take the lions here uh they just keep proving people wrong they're finding ways to win close games they're at seven and seven now they actually are minus 140 to make the playoffs it has been an insane turnaround this quarterback disparity in this match is absurd jared goff is so much better than the man standing in front of him so uh lines minus two and a half it is my favorite pick of the week i'm really excited to ride the golf train again um you know if lines make the playoffs and win the super bowl rams lost that trade i'll say it yeah i mean you gotta think of super bowls are one one and they get your pick i'd say they'd probably <laughs> win the trade they, they win the trade yeah um it's on the table yeah, I love the Lions. I want them to make the playoffs more than anything. It would be such a cool story. Really, I think they could honestly beat somebody in the playoffs considering the Vikings are probably going to be the two seed and we just watched them dominate, not dominate them like last week. So really, really hope rooting for the Lions. I like the Panthers too because I, I want anybody but the Buccaneers to win that division because they don't deserve it. I know none of these other teams deserve it either, but they're the team with all the free they, agents and Tom Bucks- Brady and – the Bucks lose every week, and their odds get like better. Yeah, because every other team loses too. It, they just they're just surviving wild. and advancing every week. Yeah, uh, they were minus three twenty going into last week. They're minus four hundred now. Yeah, well, and they, lost. They get Trace McSorley, so if they can't beat him, they should just be eliminated on the spot. Yeah, but um, good point. The other the other teams are all underdogs. Yeah, I really, I don't want it to be the Panthers this week because I want the Lions, but I want um, I want somebody else to win that division because. They don't. The Bucks don't deserve it, and uh, none of these other teams do either. But at least it'd be funny if they got in. So I'll be cheering for the Lions with you as well. 
Um, my next pick, another yet another underdog. I am taking the uh, which one? I'm going to take the Minshew Mania plus four and a half. Um, I think the Eagles are better at nearly every position. Obviously, probably not quarterback of this week with Dak versus Minshew, but Minshew's a serviceable guy. He started a whole year in Jacksonville. He's popped up here and there since. Um, you know, he's going to want it more than anything. The Cowboys have choked away. Should have been two games in a row. Actually, they had to come back against the Texans. They should have lost, though. Choked against the Jaguars. Um, flaws are starting to show a little bit. Dak has not been good. I know they're not going to have Hurts, but they still have a really good offensive line. Two of the top 15, 12, 15 receivers in the NFL. Um, a guy who's played quarterback and really good corners and a safety. If this Cowboys team can't run the ball, they don't really scare anybody, and I don't think they'll be able to run it against the Eagles. Um, not going to guarantee a Minshew win, but I like four and a half. think it should be like three points. It, yeah, I think uh, yeah, the news about Hurts came out, and uh... – you know, we everybody wants to see him in the playoffs. Obviously, he's been spectacular, um, possible league MVP. And that spread jumped to six and a half or seven. It opened up at two and a half, and then it goes to four, and then it goes all the way up to seven. It's back down to four and a half. I think people are realizing, hey, it's it's Gardner Minshew. And I mean, if you have to have a quarterback start one game for you, he's going to bring the fire. A coach by Mike Leach, maybe playing for something a little more. Uh, it, I don't hate that pick at all. I still think it turns out being a really good game. If if that's all the Eagles are missing, I mean, yeah, they don't need this game, but they have no reason not to try to beat their arch rival. And Cowboys coming off a just terrible loss. So uh, okay, I'm 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 with you there. I'm not gonna also take the Eagles, but I am gonna take the Saints plus three against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, we, we just talked about this division a little bit and how the Bucks are kind of just surviving and advancing. The Saints are 20 to one to win this division right now. I don't think those odds are the worst in the world. They're game back, I believe. Is that right? I have them. Yeah. Yeah. I have them plus 300 from the preseason to win the division. So that'd be sick. Nice. I don't, don't think it's going to happen. I really thought Jamie's was going to be playing quarterback for him this year. Yeah. 20 to one. They're not going to win the division. The problem with their schedule remaining is they have to play at Philly next week. Maybe Hertz isn't playing. Maybe they can find no, a way. If I'm pretty sure there's a scenario if the Eagles win this week and I think the Vikings lose, I think the Eagles can clinch the one seed. I don't know if they'd rest their guys three straight weeks, but yeah, that that feels Actually, unlikely. Yeah, yeah I'd be because they get a bye. You know yeah. exactly. Yeah, but they so might not that, be trying as hard because they have nothing to play for and they don't want to get hurt. Yeah, that's hard to imagine. I'm still going to take the Saints plus three here. The Browns defense is awesome, but you, the Saints defense is pretty damn good too. And uh, Nick Chubb's been banged up. Uh, he's on my fantasy team in the championship this week, so there's just no way he plays uh, given that, you know, John Taylor's not playing. Like, he's probably not going to play either. He probably knows that, that I need him to start and have a good game. So even if he plays, I, I wouldn't expect a ton from him. Uh, the Falcons actually probably have the best value in that division at 24-1. to one. You like like them against yeah, the Ravens this, this week. week so. And after that, they play the Cardinals at home and then they play the Bucks at home. You know, so that there is a there's a better roadmap for the Falcons, given that we don't think the Eagles are gonna chill for a full month. It's probably the you know, the rest versus rust thing that's probably a little too much rust. But um yeah, I, I still gotta take the Saints this week to hang around uh, Andy Dalton against Deshaun Watson. Uh 
what really is the difference outside of those the difference in contracts? Uh, I, I think it's too bad quarterbacks, 32 degree weather. Neither team is going to be able to throw the ball. It, probably like snow and rain and all that good stuff. And uh, I think Kamara's going out there. So, uh, and I tell you what, you won't we'll find somebody that's more born to get you six yards and taste some castle on the hill. So I'll take Saints plus three, and I'm uh, kind of excited about it. Yeah, I'm cheering for all of the um, NFC South teams this week besides the Bucks and the Panthers. And the Panthers. Lions. But, you know, I wouldn't be mad if the Panthers won because that's just one step closer to getting this horrendous Bucks team. No, I'd be furious. Yeah. I'd be furious if the Panthers won. Yeah, you know. But, um, yeah, I, I like that pick. Um, this is probably the game that's going to be the most affected by the weather in Cleveland. Um, I think it's supposed to be like negative 15 wind chill and like 20-mile-per-hour wind. So something to keep an eye on. That's why the total is so low, not to mention two good defenses. So could be a fun game to watch between two um, pretty bad teams. Yeah, I mean, hopefully that one's on, you know, at, at Roosters. God willing that we're risking our lives to be there but yeah hope, hopefully that's just on tv i w- wouldn't mind watching it even if it's bad yeah all right my next pick um going to christmas moving on from saturday i am taking the miami dolphins minus four um this is kind of a a narrative game of two teams going in different directions i think the packers are kind of overvalued at the point of they haven't beat anybody good in this little mini win streak they have going not technically out of it. If they win this game, they actually have a decent chance. They would just need the Commanders to lose um, two of their last three, and they have a pretty tough schedule, and they would need um, the Lions to lose just one game. Well, obviously they have to win out, not just win this game, but the Packers have to win out. Commanders would have to lose two of three, and the Lions would have to win one, lose one of three, and the Giants or the Giants could um, lose out. They need two of those three things to happen to get in. Um, but... They're coming from Green Bay in the cold where they're way better down to Miami where it's hot. The Dolphins haven't played at home in a month, and I know everybody's kind of out on the Dolphins because they're on this three-game losing streak, but they're losing two playoff teams, including the Bills and the Niners, who are like two of the top four favorites to win the Super Bowl. And they played pretty well against the Bills in a crazy environment too. So I think this is a a get-right game for the Dolphins. Um they're going to have that their speed and that heat that the Packers are not used to playing in. In cr- Packers traveling for Christmas, Dolphins sleeping in their own bed, and the Dolphins, I'm not going to say they need it more than the Packers because the Packers have to win every game, but Dolphins were the one seed four weeks ago, and now they are on the brink of missing the playoffs completely. So, Yeah, uh, Dolphins 72% chance to make the playoffs right now. Them not playing at home in a month is very crazy and a, a real stat. They they looked great on Saturday night. I mean, to go into that environment and you're getting balls thrown to you in the end zone and you got fans pelting you with snowballs and everybody just laughs and thinks it's cute. That is insane. I, I definitely gained some respect for the Dolphins on Saturday night. I don't I don't hate that pick at all. I'm going to take the under 50 in that game. Uh, I think one of Tua or Rodgers is going to play bad. I don't know which one it is. I think it's more likely to be Aaron Rodgers than Tua, but... You know, you beat the Rams. Big deal. The Rams are one of five eliminated teams. What a nightmare. But, yeah, uh, under 50. That that feels a little high for two quarterbacks where one of them could absolutely play bad, maybe both. 
Yeah, number does seem high, um, especially since it's the early game on Christmas. I kind of use that philosophy in the NBA and take the the first game under like every year because, you know. Always the Knicks. Always the Knicks playing somebody. Yeah, well, you know, they they wake up. New York, magical place to be on Christmas. Um, Open presents with their family, all that. Then they have to go to work. No shoot around before the game. So, yeah, we're not talking about the NBA right now. But I do like Christmas unders typically just as a, a general rule. Don't get a lot of NFL Christmas unders. Okay, so that's that's four picks each, and now all we have left is uh, is the Red Talk Bowl. Brown or uh, Broncos are coming in smoking hot. I mean, what what could go wrong? How could the Rams beat this? Team? <laughs> we won one it, game in a row. <laughs> uh, the Bron- Broncos scored twenty four on uh, an NFL back to back twenty. They slaughtered them back to back twenty point games for the Broncos. First time all year. Only third time is all year. Is it going to be points. Brett Rippin? No, Russ is back. Thank God. Oh, our savior. My, you think Russ, big Jesus guy, is going to lose on his birthday? I don't know, but the Rams hate Russ. Like that, that will make the Rams, God willing, I'd like to think, play harder. Aaron Donald's uh, not playing, right? Absolutely not. No, it, for the rest you of know, the that's year, another right? fun Maybe game. Maybe ever again, right? Fun, fun <laughs> game. Name 10 players still playing yeah. for the Rams. You know, that is not a not going to be easy. No Aaron Donald, no Cooper Cup, no right. Allen Robinson, no Matthew Stat. Do not say his name on my show anymore. I, I let a lot of stuff slide that I, that I can't deal with anymore. Uh, <laughs> that's, all, I'm not, that's your fault. I yeah, told I, you it was I your fault before I, the game started. I, I don't want to. I don't want to hear his name ever again. He he doesn't deserve to be in the NFL. He doesn't deserve to be talked about. Dude is just horrendous, swinging dudes around like Bowser trying to tackle him before he injures himself again. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I'll be taking the Rams here, not because I want to, but because I have to. Uh, it's the Red Talk Bowl. The Bron- uh, Broncos are also, you know, RIP Ronnie Hillman. That's um, very, very sad. Died of a uh, cancer today at 31 years old. Uh, Broncos running back, leading rusher on the Super Bowl 50 team, I believe. Uh, very sad. Uh, Broncos have a lot uh, a lot more going for them in this game than than the Rams do. The Broncos have been eliminated for a while. You know, the Rams are just recently eliminated. So dealing with the heartache of being so recently eliminated i was thrilled to hear matthew stafford announce that he is not retiring on his wife's podcast which i'm i'm right. sure is just a smash hit um but yeah um i'll take uh i'll take baker mayfield and cam Akers and uh van jefferson and tutu atwell to find a way to cover this plus three at home in hopes for a christmas miracle yeah, it is with much regret that I will be taking the Broncos minus three. Uh, I can't believe I have to lay points with this team versus anybody. This game on should the road. This game should. Like, they, what's on the road? The Vegas. Yeah, does that mean we've been minus six at home? That's ridiculous. But I mean, to be fair, it'll probably be like eighty percent Denver fans that made the plans to spend Christmas in L.A. in uh, yeah. August. But <laughs> um, yeah, this game is going to be terrible. The Vegas bookmakers should have just looked at it and be like, just make it a pick. Make it a pick. Make the total 28 and a half. They did. Yeah. They did make it a pick. And then everybody got That's so deep. mad yeah. <laughs> watching Baker Mayfield on Sunday or Monday night. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's going to be ugly out there. Uh, yeah, I think Jalen Ramsey's still going to play, so look out for him. He's going to get beat probably five or six times, but when he gets a pass deflection or a tackle, you better believe he's going to let your bench, your fans, everybody in a Bronco shirt hear about it. That yeah, play he, sure he made. 
I, and I'm I'm looking forward to that. You get a few PIs. They'll be called. They won't be called. But he'll let you know that you, you're not coming in his house. So, uh, man, looking forward to cheer him for that guy. What a great dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's my fifth pick. I don't really want to do it. Wouldn't do it if they were playing any other team. But And then the bonus, bonus pick, can't lose teaser of the week, is the two obvious Bills and 49ers. How does it lose? How does it lose? Yeah, the the Bears still firmly in uh, position to take the second pick. They do have their draft pick. They're three and eleven, game and a half behind the Houston Texans. Um, and uh, yeah, then the Niners and Commanders. Commanders still in the mix. I mean, obviously not like a horrible football team, but yeah, the, the Niners are not fun to cheer against. No. Yeah. So They're, I don't refuse, hate that at all. Refuse to bet against the Niners until at least the playoffs. I uh, bonus pick as well. Uh, Chargers minus four and a half Monday night football in Indianapolis. Uh, Nick Foles starting a quarterback. The Colts are another team that have their first round pick. They are extremely benefited by losing the rest of their games. And man, if you, if I didn't already say the Patriots lost a game in the worst way possible, it would probably have to be the Colts uh, losing the biggest lead in NFL history, 33 to nothing. And uh, finding a way to lose that game 39, 36 to the Minnesota Vikings. So, um, yeah, at uh, Chargers minus four and a half, absolutely an official pick for me. I got to get that on the board. I got to get above 500. Yeah, big game for the Chargers as well, and they get to watch um, Saturday and Sunday to see who loses in front of them. So I would say they should be more motivated than the Colts coming off a 33-point blown lead. You you would have to think so. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's obviously out. Uh, Matt Ryan, they're they're giving up on him. They're they're moving on to Nick Foles. Weird Nick I, Foles game didn't know he was on roster. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you when the last time we saw Nick Foles you know, play in the NFL game. The, if they released him and the Eagles picked him up, now that Hurts is up. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's gonna matter. I think don't Hertz think it would end the same. The Chargers are now minus twelve hundred to make the playoffs. They were minus one twenty eight to go in, into that Dolphins game. Well, you know, short two weeks. <laughs> you know ago. who they still get to play? Both of our teams. It makes sense. They should probably be minus <laughs> they, uh, a lot more. Like out of all those, like um, five teams available for three spots, they have the easiest schedule by far, including the Rams and the Broncos. Yep, that and is the Colts just this week. Just absurd. Yeah, Patriots plus four seventy to make it. Raiders fifteen to one. They're still giving you odds on that. It's insane. Packers plus seven ten to make the playoffs. Um, Browns plus twenty five hundred to make the playoffs. I think that's that's as high as it goes. Seahawks. That's a really interesting one. Plus one eighty four. Yes, make the playoffs. Minus two thirty. No, that is uh, another team in the NFC picture we have not talked about. They are plus ten against Kansas City this week. No Tyler Lockett. Uh, maybe for the rest of the year, at least until week 18, uh, he had scored a touchdown like six straight games before their last one against the Niners. Um, Geno Smith, Pro Bowl quarterback, getting 10 points yeah. in Kansas City. A- any thoughts before we go celebrate Christmas? Uh, I mean, if I had to pick, I would pick the Seahawks plus 10. I think the Chiefs will probably do what they always do and mess around in the and, first half and yeah. let their opponent hang around and then find a way to win. They seem the chiefs haven't the chiefs like never cover these big numbers um they've they're one in four in the last five games against the spread so and, and that saying that it sounds like they're due to cover but 
Uh, I do think the Seahawks are going to miss the playoffs. Not really any fault of their own. They've overachieved already this year, and they have a pretty tough schedule to end it. But, yeah, um, Chiefs can still technically get the one seed, I think. Uh, they need a lot of stuff. They need the um, a lot of stuff to happen, but still have things to play for. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely like the Seahawks with the points, but I think the Chiefs will win the game. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. It, really, since the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, they've been getting those yeah. big numbers and Never winning, covering. but not covering. Uh, yeah, last thing, bonus uh, NBA Christmas pick. They got these lines out. I like the Sixers minus two uh, against the Knicks on Sunday. The Knicks are good, though. Don't not, yeah, not they, a shot. They finally the lost, at all. but they'd won um, eight in a row before that. They lost last Yeah, night. and Quentin Grimes didn't play. The Houston guy who's been awesome, hero. really, really helping their team. Uh, but yeah, Brunson, Randall. Barrett, you will not see, you have never seen before, a nicer trio of left-handed players all on one team. But uh, I'm going to take the left-handed gun, James Harden, and hope he decides to walk out there and play on Christmas. You never know with these NBA guys, but at the end of the day, me, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid, we're going to try to have a nice little start to a, a lovely day, the birth of Jesus. Yeah, um, Bucks celtics kind of the primetime game of the day right in the middle. Celtics, yeah. have, lo- celtics have lost um, four or five, so... They were healthy like, teams too. Yeah, they were like easily the best team in the NBA, but they have not been that the last two weeks. Bucks have not been uh, exactly walking on water either. They had yeah. that sixty-point loss to the Grizzlies or whatever. They come back, beat the Pelicans. Impressive. The Pelicans are very injured right now too. No Zion or Ingram tonight for them, and uh, and and then they you know lose that game to the Cavs, where you know obviously the Cavs are very good, but. Yeah, the NBA say they kind of missed on a few of these really good teams this year uh, in terms of their games, but still, uh, still pretty solid. Still going to be fun. If you got multiple TVs, why not? And uh, I gotta say, I, I love the gr- I love the Grizzlies on Christmas. They're going to want it more, but uh, without Desmond Bain, it's this just team is just terrible game. without Steph Curry. They lost by thirty last night, and they lost by thirty six the night before. They're possibly the worst team in the NBA without yeah. Steph. I just. When you watch the Grizzlies now without Bane, there are just so many Dylan Brooks shots. Like, it's yeah. like Dylan Brooks. You never want to see too many Dylan Brooks shots going up. No, I mean, he was 0 for 7 on threes uh, Tuesday night against the Nuggets. Like, arguably lost the game by himself. It just feels like, uh, to me, that the Grizzlies are going to treat this like it's a finals game and, like, they have to win and they're going to be, like, pumping their chest and celebrating and turning up. And the Warriors could care less. And, like, yeah, and Clay's going to do the, like, four rings thing when they're down 25 in the fourth quarter. And he's Classic. Six of eighteen from the field. Yep, seen it before. And yeah. it, Jordan Poole coming off a one of eleven three point performance. Yeah, he got the, paid. He doesn't care. Nets. He. It, I don't, I'm not sure how much they care. Still plus eight fifty to win the title. I I don't understand That's it just at all. The, the Warriors bump. Don't sleep on James Wiseman. He had thirty in garbage time against the Nets the other night. So it's uh good to see yeah, him. Right? One of Nick, one on three. Nick Clack Clack Claxton wasn't still out there. No, definitely not. 74% from the field. Field goal percentage leader in the entire NBA right now. Yeah, I as far as NBA goes, if I had to give out one pick, it would be Bucks minus four and a half. Or if not Bucks, Grizzlies minus four and a half. Okay. All right. Well, there's an extra. Uh, let's count those. They count. They count okay. now. Uh, hey, you give out the Sixers. I give out the. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll so, take uh, the Grizzlies. You take the Sixers. Yeah, we're ready to rock. I don't have anything else that I can in good faith throw in there. So I think that wraps us up. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, hey, good job, man. Why don't you enjoy your Christmas? Hopefully I'll see you at Roosters. and We can make our girlfriends and families really mad by going to Roosters on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I'm uh, really looking forward to getting that opportunity. <laughs> yeah, me too. I've been waiting for it all week. I haven't brought it up yet. I'm just going to. 
hopefully sneak out into the winter wonderland and probably crash my car in my driveway. I got to go shop. My phone's dead, though. Uh, Don't don't check my location or try to call me. I'll be back, I don't know, roughly around 5. We'll uh, we'll see. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, hopefully they don't listen to this. All right. Merry Christmas. TTYL.